Good morning, this is Justine Huxley, the voice of Watson on Apex Legends, and you're listening to the Good Morning Guys podcast. One of my favorite Watson lines is, I'm currently at the top of my game. Get it? <laughs> One, two, three, four. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this... Our 86th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. As always, we are discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the often misunderstood Brazilian mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. Hello. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, spoilers, and Long John Silver's fine dining, Patrick Novosel. Mm, I mean, I like Lon John Silver's, but I would not consider it fine dining. (laughs) (laughs) That might be in air quotes. Uh, (laughs) Usually next to him, but unfortunately only with us in spirit, the volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less or your money back. Ronnie Johantis. Hi. Hi. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) (laughs) And our final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Coretta, either on speed dial or in his old estomago, Mark Boucher. Bonjour, mes amis. I am so ecstatic. Oui, oui. This is a special episode Uh of the Good Morning Guys. (laughs) But the specialness. Come on, man. French it up. French it up. (laughs) (laughs) Toute la fruit. (laughs) <laughs> the uh, the specialness of our episode is going to have to wait. We're just going to have to be, the three of us for now, being boring and talking about our lives in real life, what's been going on. Uh, so we're going to hold off on the Frenchness of our episode, or the funness, or whatever-ness I can think of. I'm going to stop <laughs> All <now>. the nesses. <laughs> Let's just get right into the big news. Mark got a haircut, and his beard is so much <laughs> smaller, oh, and I'm so disappointed right now. But... Praise the good sweet Lord, though, because <laughs> freedom, absolute and total freedom. Yes. Where in the world did you get a haircut? Yeah. Uh, so the nice thing is here in the state of Virginia, uh, they allow you, even though all the all the hair salons and barbershops are, are shut down, um, they technically allow you to do one-on-one uh, hair services. Alleys. Yes. In secret. <laughs> In the, in, the, in the dark of night. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> in the dark of night. Yes. I am haircutting man. <laughs> it's it's the new mob. You need. I hear. Uh, I hear you need a haircut. Hey. I know a guy. <laughs> you, you got the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you are allowed to do one-on-one services. If if basically you just have to make sure all your stuff gets disinfected and all that fun stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and so there's a lady at our church that is a hairstylist. And she had posted something on Facebook pertaining to that fact. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I need a haircut so bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to leverage uh, those connections. That's That's one of the great things about church. It's about, you know, who you know. You know, here in Brazil, we've had lots of moments where – we just wound up telling people at our church, oh, we had this problem. They're like, ah, oh, I know a guy. I know a girl. Ah, you need a lawyer? Ah, you need a, a pet groomer? You need uh, your beard shaved? We got a we got a pet groomer. He also shaves beards by night. Yeah, that's the beautiful so. thing. By night. <laughs> just that's by night. That's the beautiful by thing about... 
That's the beautiful thing about the about the church, though, is like you have it's basically a melting pot of people from different backgrounds, and and you all come together. Um, And so, um, yeah, the this lady was super nice, and you know, I drove an hour and change to get it, but it was so worth it (laughs) because she was nice enough to meet up with me and uh, give me a haircut, get my beard trimmed, all that fun stuff. Um, Where did you and, guys meet? Like at a Long John Silver's or Dunkin' uh, Donuts? No. Or... <laughs> no, because I would I would be throwing up in my mouth the whole time. Um, no, it's we good actually you got a mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did she have to cut uh... around the mask? How does that even work? <laughs> it does you have like poles, <laughs> like uh, like those bush trimmer, like like hedge trimmers with the long poles at the end, and she had to like stand six feet away from you. Yes, that's totally how that worked. I can no. totally see that. <laughs> no, fun fact, I also got my hair cut this week. What? But I did not I, I did not have to go an hour out of my way. The Mel special. I just special. needed to go to the living room because my wife cut my hair cut. Yeah. I, or cut my hair. I love <laughs> my, my wife. Cut. I cut my hair, Kristen. Kristen. What does that mean? <laughs> but I, no. Just you don't no. trust her that much? Sorry, Kristen. Mark does not. She trust doesn't me. trust her that much. No, um, I mean my my wife uh, cuts our dog's hair. I mean, how different can yeah. it be? <laughs> yeah, your hair looks just like Maggie's hair for sure. <laughs> Look at those white curls. But uh, but yeah, so she she cut my hair and a weight was lifted, literally, and I feel so much better now, and I'm super thankful. And I know that there are many people out there who are not able to get their hair cut. Or have to get the home treatment. Um, and by the I way, to answer that. your question, we we actually met up at the church, and we have like a picnic pavilion, like a covered picnic pavilion. Uh, and okay. So she was able to sit at one of the. She had a chair and everything. And she just set me up and. All right. Cut nice. my hair. So nice. Very nice. I am free at last. Thank God Almighty, free at last. Speaking of freedom, Patrick. You've been living that, that free camping life, enjoying some camping. Some how camping. magical was that? I know how much you love <laughs> camping, so I can only yes, imagine. It's one of my favorite things not to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with, uh, with this whole coronavirus thing, we had our camping trips um, canceled and refunded and things like that. But that does not stop us from camping. We have a really nice big backyard covered trees and everything we got a fire pit yeah Uh, so instead of going camping we brought the camping to us we just got our our camping uh camp uh, all all that stuff just out just like we've roasted marshmallows we made some s'mores and hot dogs got the tent out and got all the you know the air mattresses and we uh we had a nice night we had um we watched uh onward uh on a projector on Uh, uh, our neighbor's drive driveway on their uh, on their garage door so yeah it was it was nice i mean it was like 55 degrees so it was cool where uh the the fire was really good and really nice um but yeah i just i i I had the worst night's sleep i i we went to bed about 11 o'clock and the kids woke up at like 5 45 oh no ready to go (laughs) the sun came up and so did your kids i'm like no 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 uh, so I was like, well, there's nothing I really can do, uh, cause I can't go shut my door or go to the other room cause we're in the same tent. <laughs> yep. You know, pioneering so, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was nice. It was, uh, you know, my 
kids love camping. My wife loves camping. So I'm not going to not go camping, uh, especially if it's in the backyard. How can I say no? It's like, nah, I got other things to do. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Coronavirus is going on. You have no plans. <laughs> so I had, so yeah, it was not, it was nice. It was good that we didn't have to go pack. Like when we go camping, we go camping for like two days uh, or three days. Right. My wife would like to camp for longer, but with it being just one night, it wasn't raining or anything. Perfect night for it. So yeah, yeah it was a good time. Yeah. Awesome. Very you are cool. a braver man than I. I can't stand camping. <laughs> we don't have grass here, so it's no fun to camp <laughs> on concrete. Let me tell you that much. You're right. You're very right. uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. Uh, what we all what also happened this past week was the NFL draft. And I know you guys are totally into the NFL draft. Yeah. I heard maybe that, in an uh, alternate universe. <laughs> I heard they, they had so few to pick from they redrafted Tom Brady and he went to the uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're not gonna yeah. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry for your loss, Mark. Yeah. So so Him we and had, Gronk. Yeah, oh, yeah Gronk's true. like, you know what? I'm unretired. He and I'm gonna go play again. again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where did he go? Tampa, he went to Bay. Tampa Bay as well. Oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> the new the new New England Patriots, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh yeah, with the NFL draft this past week, um, we had our own little draft in the Novacell household. Uh our kids are snack fiends. Ugh. It is insane. They always want to eat. They're not There's nothing the only else ones. to do. You know, like when you're watching TV or you're watching a movie, you're like, you know what? This needs this needs a snack. That's the way they are all day long. You know what I'm breathing? You know, you know what this breathing needs? A snack. <laughs> you know what this this snack needs? A snack. A snack on a snack. <laughs> yeah, hey, yo dog. So we know you like. So snacks. we uh, so we bought one of those like 28 count big bat big uh, boxes of like the. Um, it comes with like Doritos and Funyuns and yeah. chili cheese Fritos and things like that. So we had twenty, we had like twenty eight bags. So we we did a little snake draft, and because the kids, because they're doing eating so much snacks, you know the other the other kids like I didn't get any because because she ate them all. Yeah, it's like all right, we're not gonna we're not gonna have this. We're gonna have our own draft. We're gonna draft our snacks. Oh my and gosh, draft. Drafting your foods. It's gonna you know this is gonna expand outside of snacks soon if this works out. Yeah. Drafting yes, your dinner. <laughs> if you don't I'm draft your dinner, so sorry, you don't get consoles it. that everyone's gonna have to draft their own gaming console into their room. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh but yeah, I I had first first overall pick. I gave Clark the option. I was like, okay, you can either have the first pick and you can choose whatever you want, or you can be last and you can pick two in a row. And he's like, I'll pick two in a row. I was like, sweet. All right, cool. I get first <laughs> gotcha. overall pick. I picked myself some Cheetos. And the next four picks, the chili cheese Fritos off the board. Oh. And I didn't, get, I, I didn't get any. And I was like, dang it. I should have gone there with the chili cheese Fritos. <laughs> I thought I was being smart. But no, I didn't realize the kids love chili cheese Fritos. Yeah, now man. I know. You always go for the chili cheese Fritos. I feel like I need to trade a couple of my snacks to get a chili cheese Fritos. It's like how how do you how would you like Doritos and a pack of Lay's for chili cheese Fritos? Oh man, cutthroat trading. No, you want a, you want another bag of Cheetos? <laughs> let's let's sweeten the deal here. No deal, off the deal. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. It was fun. It was fun. Nice. Speaking of fun, Mindy and I had a whole lot of fun 
having a little talk with our daughter this past week. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no, it's right. Talking about <laughs> the birds and the bees and the sycamore trees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So I don't remember how it came up. Nothing happened with Natasha that, like, gave us a red flag. But ever since she's turned 10 and ever since Patrick talked about some time ago, uh, showing Claire that video about, you know, pretty much just where babies come from and just kind of... You know, kind of just laying out some keywords that, you know, are, are important to talk about when it comes to understanding yeah. sex and the birds and the bees and stuff where babies come from. Uh, I've, I've just had this nagging feeling that I need to get ahead of it. And I can't leave it to kids at school. I can't leave it to any other source than Mindy and I. Because yeah. I feel like when I was a kid, my parents never sat me down, never talked about it. And not that it's a huge common thing for parents to really talk with their kids. I think that's a lot of movie stuff and a lot of, I don't know, maybe it's like good on paper. I don't really know. From my, from my experience, parents didn't talk to me about it until it was too late. Like I already knew everything and I knew too much. And I didn't want to be like that with our, our kids. I want it to be yeah. comfortable where they can talk about it. They're not ashamed. They're, I, I want them to share their doubts. And so we were like, you know what? We got to get ahead of this. We got to talk to Natasha. One thing that happened when she turned 10 is we extended her uh, her bedtime 30 to 45 minutes every night. So every night we'll walk upstairs. James will, you know, our son will be put to bed. And then Natasha will just say, okay, you can play in your room. We do have plans to eventually start watching a TV show with her, you know, like a few times a week, kind of as an extra like time with her parents and that kind of stuff. But yeah, we yeah. just we decided one night, hey, let's let's show her that video. It's only like two, three minutes of, uh, you know, this little conversation that this, I think it's a tiger or these, these zoo yeah, animals, like, uh, animals with, with animals humans with also. humans kind of just chatting together in this, yeah. like a mix of <laughs> science slash, you know, yeah. just like, Hey, birds and the bees. And, and, uh, and so Mindy and I watched it and we're like, okay, we're going to talk about this. We showed her the video and we kind of related it to stuff that we had seen in watching like National Geographic because you know you have those moments where the mm, the boy yeah. the boy lion will jump on top of the girl lion and the kids <laughs> are like, well, that's a funny way to fight each other. I'm like, <laughs> that's a yes, funny way. that is what they're what doing. <laughs> and so, kind of connecting it back to that, and like seeing the look on her face when I connected what the animals were doing, she was like, oh. That's what they're doing. I'm like, yes, they're trying to make a baby. And we introduced it, introduced the S word. We talked about sex. And she was so like cool with it. Like she didn't act weird. It wasn't like, why are my parents talking to me about this? She was yeah. fascinated with how babies are made. She was fascinate, fascinated on how like the the relationship between a man and a woman can produce a child. And, yeah. you know, we didn't go into the, like the great anatomy details. She knows what, you know, the swimmers and the eggs and, you know, the things that match up and that kind of stuff. She understands uh -huh. that all now. And ever since then, she's like, when are we going to have another talk? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm what? done. <laughs> no, that's must it. know more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She wants to know more. She's really fascinated. This is, this is know, 101. She to know more about sex. Your core, the next course yeah. isn't available for another 12 months. <laughs> exactly. In my mind, the next talk is Mindy talking about the period and... You know, the, the time yeah, of the that's, month. That that's another 12, 24 months, you know. Exactly. 
So I'm like, sorry, we're not doing that exact thing again. So that's been kind of fun. Yeah. But that was like the big family event, I guess, for the week. Uh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you you were able to do it now while she's interested in it, rather, th- rather than she's 13 and she's like, ugh, I don't want to talk about this. You yeah. Know, where she's learned it from somewhere else and whether that's ugh. the right way or wrong way, you know, to get ahead of it, it's it's very important. And we asked her, we were like, okay, what do you know? What have your friends talked about? I mean, we didn't do it in like a, where were you on July 24th? It was more <laughs> what like, do you a, know? <laughs> what do you know? Tell us. Swear to me. <laughs> where were the other drugs going? A, okay. I want to know what you've heard. Because by the time I was her age, I had heard and seen way too much. And so I'm glad she hasn't. And we've given her a good foundation. And, you know, from there, her ki- her friends can talk about it. But I think she's going to be comfortable enough to talk to us. And, and we'll go from there. So that was really cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. And so besides that, we're like struggling and just slogging along with distance learning, homeschooling, whatever you want to call it. Uh, at least once every other day, my kids break down and cry. And then the off day, I break down and cry because it's just <laughs> my kids. Did are... you have <laughs> because... that talk? No, not because of the talk. Just because of long distance. The dis- <laughs> this distance learning is, oof, it's just, it's a heavy yeah. burden on my kids right now. Oh. Like. I've never heard them say so much they don't like school. And it's heartbreaking, you know? Like, I know they need to do it, and I know they need to keep up with their studies. I know that I can't put all the homeschooling, you know, curriculum on myself. It has to come from a source that knows what they're talking about. But it's really weighing heavy on them. Uh, But we'll make through it. And we'll come out the other side, and we'll really appreciate going to school, being in the classroom, my kids probably will never complain again about going to school. <laughs> That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so how about on the gra- the gaming front, fellas? What have you been playing? What has been going down? Uh, I can only imagine how much wrestling or how much building a wrestler Pat has been doing. Tell me oh you've at gosh. least wrestled with your wrestler and you're not just like deciding the shape of his nose or how long his arms are. Oh, it's it is, that is a total time suck is creating your own wrestler <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know how people do it because I, there's like just in when you get into the the creative wrestler you have the option to choose all different types you can do like uh headgear uh face gear neck gear uh your your top you can have, you can have like multiple uh tops you can have multiple pants and elbow pads and knee pads and shoes uh and that's just like the attire you can also go through like their facial animations and then their entrances and then their music and then you can create shows and arenas and all that Ugh, i don't know how people do it because i tried and i'm like <laughs> I, this is way too much i have i don't have the artistic creative nature to uh sit down and create all this like as soon as i created it there's one i created something and it took me probably two hours and i was creating my own my own pay-per-view it took me about two hours because once you get into the into the arena you can do um the titantron all the different titantron looks all the arena looks like the post the mats the um everything and I, and then I was doing it for probably, I don't know, yeah, two hours. And then, you know how glitchy this game is? This <laughs> you, game froze on me. You lost, I lost everything. all uh, of my work. I would never turn like, that game whatever. on again. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so I stopped that and I just I went in and I started I went to this universe WWE universe which you, you can create your own like raw card your your smackdown card and all that stuff and you go through like a calendar of events leading up to multiple pay-per-views for each month so i i I did that um which is pretty fun you can um create rivalries um you can create your own championship belts give people their championship belts you can create uh the uh, custom matches so if you don't like the match you can create it you can make it a um no disqualification match or steel cage match or hell in the cell match. It's, it is wild how many different options there are in this game. Um, and I'm loving every minute of it. Nice. Loving every minute of it. And which is kind of put apex on the back burner. I played apex only two yeah. times in the past two weeks. Uh, how one, dare because you, I sir. finished, yeah, I finished the battle pass and, uh, about two weeks ago, right before I got read the WWE 2k 20. Um, but uh, there's another event coming out um, tomorrow with a new, um, I guess there's new body shields uh, event. So I'm going to play, probably be jumping back into playing that. And then the new season comes out and maybe, was it three weeks? Uh, it comes, is it coming starts out? May 12th. Okay. So yeah. So, oh, is that two weeks? It's about two or three weeks. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, I'll probably jump back into that, but... Uh, I also have GameFly coming, uh, mm-hmm. some games coming. I have uh, Moving Out was just shipped today, and Final Fantasy is tomorrow. <gasps> but I don't know if I'm gonna get it, so I'm gonna don't I'm get gonna my hope, hopes up. Know, no, cross my fingers how fi- they, they ship Final Fantasy VII. So yes. if that's the case, then I'll probably be playing that as well. And WWE 2K20 will be on the back burner. Uh, yeah, put that pay-per-view crap on the side because once Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Lichiness. enters your life, once that Final Fantasy VII remake enters your life, my friend, we are going. You're going to love it. I'm making the prediction. Right. You're going to love it. All right, it. we'll see. I think I'm going to go in there with op- open, open eyes, open arms. That's right. And if it's Embrace the JRPG-ness of it. <laughs> I, know, I, I watched <laughs> I watched Ed Placencia Twitch. Uh, I, it was one of the scenes, and I'm like, "What in the world are you? Is this scene like? <laughs> uh, is this Final Fantasy VII or a late night show on Cinemax? Like, what am I watching here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what part of the game it was. I want to know like, what part of the game what, you were. This watching. is what I'm gonna get into. What, what in the world well, is this? We'll see. Uh, I could probably comment on that, but I don't know what part he was talking about. Oh, I am no. I am forty hours into Final Fantasy VII Remake since the day it launched. I have played pretty much every day but Sundays, and I'm just yeah. taking it slow, enjoying every moment, taking it in. Uh, sometimes I just stop and my like whatever I'm doing, and I'll just open up my menu. Now, this is, I don't know how deep, Patrick, you like to get into this like RPG stuff, but I will just shuffle around some of my equipment, my uh, what they call materia, which is pretty much what you use to decide what type of magic and abilities you're going to use. And I will, okay. I will reset and up, like re upgrade. Like you have a way to reset your weapons to then re upgrade them so they maybe have more attack power or they have more magic attack or they have more. Uh, different abilities and stuff. And I'll just like experiment. Usually you can have up to like six weapons and you can experiment with all of them. And I am just loving this game. And all of a sudden like 40 minutes will pass by and I'll be like, I should probably do something that has to do with the story instead of just fooling around with the weapons and the 
the magic stuff. So, uh, but other than Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, I have to say, and I have to confess, every Thursday night, for those that don't know, uh, Patrick, um, Mark, and sometimes Infinity Bro Isaac, we play on Thursday nights Division 2 before we were playing DC Universe Online. But uh, Division 2 is kind of sinking its claws into me. I found myself mm. thinking about it uh, outside of Thursdays. Like the other day, I just randomly got on and was like, I need to sell some gear. I moved some stuff around. I discovered that you can get experience points for commendations. Like I cashed those in. I didn't know you could do that. And I got like 50 like experience points from all these commendations I had gotten. Did you guys know that was... So in the yeah, background, there's, there's, are you talking about the projects? So if like, I don't know, it, it's under in, the commendations page. There's like commendations for mm. stuff with pistols, rifles, uh, okay. healing people, like all these different things. And when you have to cash them in, they just don't automatically. Uh, oh, okay. Happen. No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll need I'll need to do that. One thing, like 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 you, it's it's got its claws in me. And after we got off on Thursday, I played for probably maybe another half hour. Did you? And I was just in the White House, and I was just walking around. And there is this place, uh, the projects, where you can um, cash in or trade in or give gear to a particular settlement. And I had some, seen that. Some, some, yeah. some settlements are like, hey, we need backpacks. You get or we perks. Need shoes. Yep. So if like you know like I'm when you're collecting loot uh, throughout and then you have like twenty I'm, backpacks. Doing, <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, someone running around I'm with just twenty going, backpacks? Going to the main guy and I'm just selling it all. You know, I just sell it all. Uh, what be, but I what I should be or what we should be doing is going to the projects first and giving it to the settlements that need it before you sell it or break it mm. down. Yeah, good. Call. And that and that will also give you some extra XP. Cool. That's good to know. Interesting tips from Novacell. But yeah, I've really, really enjoyed playing with you guys. So, yeah, that's fun. So that one's definitely uh, been in the back of my mind. Kind of like, okay, I'm, I've, I've played a little Final Fantasy VII. I've played a little Dead Cells. I kind of want to play a little more Division Two. So nice, uh, Mark. How about you, buddy? I know you've been playing a little Apex, maybe another yeah. game. A little bit. Uh, I, I wish, honestly, I wish I could say Division 2 has its hooks in me. I am enjoying the game. Do not get me wrong. And I enjoy playing with you guys. Um, but it's not like one of those things like, like an Apex where it's like, man, right. I find myself. Yeah, it's not like Apex. It's like, well, <laughs> of course not. But like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not feeling myself gravitate. To yeah, it. I gotcha. And, and speaking of not gravitating to things. Um, Segway. S- so I uh, finally got Doom Eternal started. Nice, okay, nice. Um, I played probably about about an hour of of Doom Eternal, and I was like, "Okay, Uh-oh. so this is it. This is it, huh?" <gasps> Shooting oh, demons geez. in the face. Come on, man. It's you're you're a Christian man. This is what it's all about. Shooting demons in the face <laughs> with guns and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that what Jesus called us to do? <laughs> In some way, shape, or form, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> uh huh. See, you got to look Especially through it at the lens. You like, got to get that like right Lucas perspective. Just gave you. <laughs> I, I don't think Jesus would call us to do to get rid of these demons in the way that you do. I put you on the earth to do this <laughs> and this only. You you must snap the demons' necks and then rip uh-huh. them apart. It's part of Revelations, of <laughs> yes, course. Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, twenty third chapter. 
<laughs> so obviously, you know, I jump into Doom Eternal and you are the, you know, the the Doom Slayer, the Doom guy. Um, Doom dude. Doom guy. That's literally what they call him is Doom guy. Duke, oh, Duke. really? <laughs> yeah. Doom guy. Um, Doom okay. guy or Doom Slayer. Um, and so there's this huge, like, outbreak of, you know, hell has basically arrived on Earth. And you, as the Doom guy, have to go basically stop it. And what do they like? Call you up, and it's like one eight hundred Doom guy. And they're like, "Hey, no, uh, you we got have uh, some demons over here." It's like you, uh, hey, help us out. hey, have you, have you? Do you know the Doom guy's number? <laughs> so you know how like the Get Justice him on the phone. <laughs> you know how the Justice League has the Watchtower in space. For yeah. that, the Doom guy has a fortress in space. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. And sure. He's like literally watching over the earth and he's hearing all these like distress calls from, from people. And he's like, okay, I'm going down. I've got some demons to kill. Um, and that's literally how the game starts. <laughs> how do you not like this game? Like this a, sounds magical. Like a, a flimsy story from like the NES days. Like, yeah. all right, now we're in it. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, okay, let's go. And so the problem with me, like, the, the gameplay just gets so repetitive. Um, y- you can only snap so many, so many demons' necks and cut them apart before it's like, okay, this is getting a little boring to me, and a little mm. like there's, there like there's story, but it's not woven through in such a way that it's like, okay, I'm compelled, I'm interested. Um, it's like, okay, here's a room, got to get rid of all of the. Oh, the demons here. Okay, now you can move on. Okay, there's some more demons here. Let's kill those demons. Okay, move on. Like, there's there's nothing. the The story uh, isn't really. It's just like, here's a room. Kill some demon demons. Move on. And then there's like a big boss at the end. Um, and and so, it looks beautiful. You know, they did a great job with the graphics and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but. After an hour, I just I found myself like, I'm, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not compelling me to play, um, mm. and and that's one of the big things for me about a game. It, it it has to, it has to draw me in immediately. Right. Otherwise, like I find it a waste of time. Yeah. To to yeah. play. That's just that's just my my way of of getting into games. Uh, it doesn't happen Sometimes like you that. you got to force yourself. Yeah. Maybe do a roast cast with Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play it to roast. I'll I'll do the Lord's work. I'll <laughs> kill some demons and we can talk about it. Work. I'll play it a little bit longer. Um, try to give it another chance. Um, but I walked away and I was just like, meh. You know what? Meh. You know what's waiting for me on the other side? Apex. Apex. <laughs> Apex. Yes. You always have Apex to go back to. Yeah, it's just it feels like coming home when I go to Apex. Yeah. Um it's just it's always so much fun for me. And yeah, just like Patrick said, they're doing a limited time mode starting tomorrow. Um where basically you drop with armor. Normally you drop with nothing. You don't have any armor, any weapons, nothing. Um, and so they're staggering it. So like every few days, like they'll start out, you'll have level one armor, which is your white armor. Um, and then 
after a certain amount of days, you'll you'll jump. You'll start out with level two armor, and then after a few days, you'll start. Everybody starts out with level three armor, and then the fourth one is uh, they have what's called Evo shields, where the more damage you do um, to enemies, the more it upgrades your your shield. Um, and so you can't grab. Um, there are no other shields on the map. What you have is what you have. Um, there's shield cells to replenish your shield and stuff, but in terms of getting another shield, that's 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 all you have, and and you spawn with a weapon, which typically you don't do. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. They're kind of taking their cues from Warzone there, um, the Call of Duty battle royale, um, because they they do that. You start with armor and a weapon. I tell you, there's there's so many times when we're dropping hot, and there's like two guys right next to me, and I'm like, I'm trying to find a gun. Yep. Where's a gun? You're looting like four straight loot bins, and you're like, why are why are there four white shields in here, or why are there four shotgun bolts in here? Remind me, I need to send you a video after we finish this podcast because there's this video of this guy like he drops in in artillery, and literally like he plays for like. 10, 15 minutes, and he cannot find a gun. He cannot find a gun whatsoever. <laughs> he dropped an artillery. That's like RNG is working for him yep. real hard. That's where you should be able to find artillery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? Yep. And and he found none of that. So wow. um, he just had some bad RNG there. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. So that's that's been pretty much my gaming is is Apex and uh, and some Doom Eternal. But I will give... I'll give Doom Eternal another shot to, All right. to, All right. to wow me, basically. All right. Well, speaking of being wowed, you joiners out there, you're about to be wowed right now because we have a special guest. Yeah, and we do. She is going to be sharing with us about Apex. She's going to be sharing with us a plethora of different things that I think you're going to enjoy hearing. Uh, She is a native of the City of Angels, Flowers and Sunshine as well, and she made her debut in show business at the age of six in a brawny paper towel commercial, as she will share with you later, and is currently an actress, singer, and renaissance woman in voiceovers. She's the voice of Watson in Mark's most favoritest game ever, Apex Legends, along with also being... Woohoo! Along with uh, voicing... Constance in the mobile game Harry Potter Wizards Unite. She's also in the past been a general pedestrian in GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, and also the voice of Little Red Riding Hood in Goldie and the Bear animated cartoon, just to name a few things. She is the one and only Justine Huxley, and we are so glad that she's joined us today uh, and our joiners for the topic of the show. That's right, folks. We are talking about Apex and voiceover legends. A good morning for being an Apex and voiceover legend with our good friend, Justine Huxley. Uh, Justine, did you know you are our fourth guest on the show? And so I thought it's only appropriate to 
uh, give our little interview segment a name. So I want to know which one you think is best. Sure. We have the GMG Gauntlet, where you're going to get a gauntlet of questions from us and our joiners. It sounds a little violent, but <laughs> we might be able to get away with it. I'm not sure yet. Uh, the other one is GMG Questionee, Timey. Wow. <laughs> and then and then the last one is GMG Gets to Know. I think I like the gauntlet the best. Gauntlet is all right. Cool. Sweet. I was hoping word. you were going to say that. Yeah. Because I want to do. I want to do like a real like. Welcome to the GMG Gauntlet. Go gauntlet, for it. Gauntlet, gauntlet. All right. Cool. All right. So welcome to the GMG Gauntlet. Uh, to start out this segment, we are going to be doing something that we have done a few times before, but I'm not sure you have participated in this kind of, uh, shall we say, opening to a segment. Are you ready, Justine? I'm Patrick, ready. Mark, yes. let's, let's go. Do this. All right. Well, to start things out, let's play Bamboozled Apex Edition. <laughs> Five questions, two decisions, one winner. Today's starting order will be from who likes Apex Legends the most to who likes it the least. And we all know who's going to go first. That's Marcus James. Who we deem as the one who likes Apex Legends the most. Yay! <laughs> Sitting in the number two spot, who I think likes it just as much as Mark, maybe a little less. Patrick Novacell, our second contestant. Hi, friends. And then the third spot goes to Justine Huxley, probably because she works at Respawn and Apex Legends is her job. So she probably likes it the least. I love it. Are you kidding? I love it the most. I get all the insider stuff. I love it. That's true. Don't worry. We're just kidding. You will not be held liable for what I spoke for you. All right. Let's get into question number one. Question number one is going to be using Price is Right rules. In roughly how many hours did Apex Legends pass the million player mark? Mark? Oh, oh gosh. Uh, one month. One month. Patrick, how many hours did Apex oh, Legends sorry. pass the million part. dollar mark? <laughs> and I've already failed. <laughs> you already <laughs> lost. That's like uh, 900 something hours. Uh, 723 hours. 723 hours. Justine. Oh, um, gosh, I really have no idea. Um, let's say 724 hours. Oh, price oh. is right rules. Come Come on. On. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Patrick, how many hours did you say? She bid $1 more than I did. <laughs> oh, did she? Well, with that $1 more, she did not get the point. Patrick. You get the point. Oh. oh. <laughs> Mark, I forget. What was your hours you said? All I, all I can hear is one month. Did you stick with one month? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a second an answer. So That's true. The answer is actually eight hours. You oh guys blew gosh. that one wow. way out of the water. Congratulations. Missed it by that much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Let's see if we can do better with question number two. Which developer reportedly inspired Apex Legends' engaging combat system and evolving narrative? Bonus points for naming its two games or most popular games. Uh, Patrick, is it Blizzard, Bungie, or Ubisoft? Uh, let's go with Ubisoft. And could you name two games that possibly it was inspired by? Uh, uh, 
Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played Apex Legends, Patrick? <laughs> I don't think so. All right, Justine. Oh, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Uh-oh, this isn't good. You got a 33% chance. Go ahead and uh, guess. Blizzard, Bungie, or Ubisoft? I'll, I'll guess Bungie. I have no idea. All right, Bungie. Do you have two games to guess Definitely about? Definitely not. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We'll go to Mark. I would say... Blizzard, Bungie, or Ubisoft? I would say Blizzard, and I can only name one of them. Uh, Overwatch would be one of them. All right, that is a good guess. And in fact, all three of these companies did inspire Apex Legends, but only Bungie inspired the engaging combat system and evolving narrative. Justine (laughs) scores a point, makes it on the board. Wow. All right, Mark, do you want to pick a Wicked Wango card or do you want to roll the Wheel of Mayhem? I'll take the Wicked Wango card. (laughs) All right, Patrick. You've given your point to Mark. Congratulations. What? You <laughs> lost it. Dang it. All right. So far, Mark has one point. Patrick has nothing. Justine has one point as well. Number three. <laughs> How many years after the events of Titanfall, Titanfall 2 does Apex, Apex Legends take place? Justine. Oi. Um, gosh, I really should know this. I'm going to say t- 10 years. Mark? Five years. Patrick? Is this also Price's Right rules? <laughs> that is correct. Five and a half years. <laughs> Justine is the closest. It was 30 years after the event oh, wow. of Titanfall 2. I was going to say 10, 20, or 30. I knew it was somewhere in that range. <laughs> it was close oh enough goodness. to get the point, Justine. Good job. There you go. All right. Question number four. What is Watson's real name and age? Mark. Oh, I know this. I'm disqualified from this one. You guys, you guys can blame this one. That's good that you what? know your character's background, though. That's good. <laughs> name uh, and age. Oh, my gosh. So her her real name is Natalie Paquette. And age? Oh, gosh. I want to say she's 22. Patrick? Um... Uh, Nestle Torhouse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> and 24. And Years Justine. Old. Well, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I know. <laughs> she then go ahead and it. say it. That's why you were last. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, Natalie Paquette. And I'm pretty sure she's still 22, but I could be wrong. That is correct. Natalie Paquette (laughs) and 22 years old. The engineer behind the modified containment ring, a.k.a. the ring. There you go. Fantastic. Ah, All right. Patrick, do you want to feed the hairy dinosaur or pet baby Yoda? Let's pet baby Yoda. Uh Uh-oh. Like that, he did not. So he ate yours and Mark's points. How dare you? He did. (laughs) Too bad. Sorry, Mark. All right, for the final question, take turns naming every playable character one point for each correct name given in inverted ABC order. What is your problem? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Don't want to make it too easy for my Apex superfans. Oh, goodness. Patrick, you're the first. Uh, Watson. Eh. Dang it. Justine. 
Oh my goodness. Um, so you're saying do it in reverse alphabetical order? Or yes, is that, that is saying? correct. Yes. Okay. You get a point for calling that out. Um, <laughs> um, so, wow, Watson is not the first. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of everyone. Um, gosh. It does I... start with a W. It does Just start like with a Watson. W. Oh, um, oh Wraith. Wraith. There we go. That is correct. One point to Justine. Mark. Yes, that's right. Then Watson. That is correct. Patrick. Bloodhound. That wow, is you incorrect. failed. <laughs> <laughs> Justine. After Wraith, uh, after Watson, um, I'm going to say Revenant. That is correct. Mark. Oh, no. Um, I got to think about it. Uh, Pathfinder. The clock is ticking. That is correct. Patrick. Octane. That is correct. Justine. Um, I'm going to say Mirage. That is correct. You guys are on a roll. Mark, don't break it. No pressure. Oh, no. Who's after that? Um, la, 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 la. I guess that didn't help. Nope, it did not. It did not at all. In fact, it made it worse. Um, Ticking down the seconds. We're going to have to go to Patrick. Yeah, go to Patrick. Patrick. Um, look up here. Look up here. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not helping either. Do not notice I'm saying words with L's. La 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 la. Look up here. Why can I think of this? <laughs> this is on the spot. It's awful. Before M. Hmm. <laughs> Guess we're going to go to Justine. Justine, <laughs> who do you got? Line. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> Next <laughs> up, big. Mark. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all the ones I keep thinking of are C's. Uh-oh. Uh, not there yet. Nope. Nope, we're not. All right. One more before C. Patrick. Gibraltar. That is correct. Ah. Justine. Crypto? That is correct. Mark. Caustic. Got a C word for you. That is correct. Patrick. And Bloodhound. That is correct. And Justine, one more to go. Bangalore. There you go. Congratulations. You made it through all five questions of... I, I didn't. Bamboozled <laughs> Apex Edition. Well, most of you did. And the final score was... Justine, Yay. lots of points, and everyone else, nothing. Congratulations. It's like... <laughs> It was rigged or something. <laughs> Woo! All right, that was fun. Hey, uh, Justine, thanks for playing along. Thank but you. I think it's the guys might say it's beginner's luck that you won. <laughs> that, but I think there was something else in play. Yeah. Uh, it is so good to have you with us, and of course, we want to talk about all things Apex voiceover work. Uh, you are uh, a, a Renaissance uh, woman of sorts. You do lots of different things, and so we would just like to get to know you. Uh, not just talk about Apex, of course, but talk about your voiceover work with other uh, games, cartoons, uh, those kind of things. So with that, I'm going to open up the floor to Mark to lead the way to kind of lead the discussion from here. Great. <laughs> not ready. Not ready. So maybe Patrick? <laughs> um, okay. So um, I want to I ask you, like, how did you get into voiceover work? Is this something that you grew up wanting to do or did you fall into it somehow? Sure. So... 
I have always done theater ever since I was a little kid and musical theater. I've been a singer since I was little. Um, and I used to do uh, professional – I've done professional acting since I was six years old. I got my uh, Screen Actors Guild card doing a brawny paper towel commercial. And um, Yes, you did. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people start there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, so, um, and so when I was about 10 – uh, I got my first looping job. Uh, looping is where you, it's also called ADR, additional dialogue replacement. Um, it's where you go in and basically for the background actors, you are their voices. So in a big crowd scene, you uh, you do the background noises for them um, because the background actors um, who are cast uh, usually are not speaking. Um, I, I mean, they are speaking in, when they're mm. shooting, but they're doing it silently. So they, because it mm. doesn't work with the sound of the main actors. So they bring in, um, they bring in loopers or ADR uh, voiceover actors to come in and do all the background speaking. So I got my first job doing that when I was 10 in the movie Vegas Vacation, um, which was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. No um, but nice. I never. That's a good one. Yeah. But I never thought I would uh, do voiceover as a career. And since um, for my, most of my childhood, I, I had been doing a lot of theaters, um, some more commercials. And then I went to college, uh, got a degree uh, BFA in acting at uh, SUNY Purchase in New York in the conservatory of, of, uh, of acting there and um, lived in New York for a while, did musical theater. I did a tour of a musical and then moved back to L.A. Um, and tried to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Um, did I want to go back to New York? Did I want to stay in LA because I'm from LA? Did I want to um, try and do more on camera? And one of my cousins um, was making a living doing voiceover and he suggested I start taking voiceover classes because of my musicality, that I'm a singer and I have all this stage experience and I could do a lot of different accents. And so he recommended um, a voiceover teacher, Nancy Wolfson, to um, to study with doing commercial voiceover. I made my commercial demo with her and then I was really lucky I got an agent right away and uh, I've been doing voiceover for about 10 years and I love it. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. nice. That's yeah. cool. So we do have a few, a couple people, a couple joiners. Actually, one of them is my wife. She Great. was... Uh, her name's Mindy, and she was curious to know how you would recommend for someone who maybe uh, is kind of starting where you did. For example, she thought of our daughter, Natasha, who's 10 years old, that she wants to do, uh, she likes to do voices with me. She hears me do voices uh, a lot where I do impersonations of this silly stuff like Gollum from Lord of the Rings and those kind of things. But, <laughs> but uh, she kind of fought in following in that and wanting to, you know, be a YouTuber or do voiceover work. Uh, my wife was curious to know for my daughter, Natasha, what you would recommend someone to, to do to kind of take those first steps into voiceover work. Sure. So um, I always tell people uh, that to be a voiceover artist you really it's it's called voiceover acting and you really have to be an, yeah. an actor first um i i feel like people think that you know as long as you have a good voice you can do voiceover to me that's not true at all there's a lot of great mm. voices out there i have a lot of friends that have you know fabulous speaking voices but they can't act at all they're scientists or they're uh, you know teachers yeah. um yeah. you know yeah. and that's awesome but if you're if you're not an actor 
then what's the point of a, you know, of a great voice? It's like, it's like saying, um, it's like saying that you've got a great pen, so you'll be a great writer. It's, you, you have no idea, you know? <laughs> Good example. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so, you know, um, you really have to take acting classes. Um, I think improvisation classes are so great. Um, I've okay. d- been doing improv since I was a kid. Um, that can really help with voiceover. I'm constantly being asked to... Uh, to improvise in my voiceover work, especially cartoons. They constantly want to hear improvisation. Um, accent and dialect classes are great. Um, watching watching people, watching television, watching cartoons, um, hearing what's current, what's on trend. Um, I also always recommend D. Bradley Baker, who's one of the greatest voice actors, and he does incredible creature uh sounds and and animals um in voiceover Mm. he uh he has a great website called i want to be a voice actor.com and it is so thorough and gives you so much information about home studios and auditions callbacks i constantly go back to it when i've got a callback um in studio etiquette uh how to how to get um situated in la it's really it's really fantastic so I, I really recommend anyone that's looking to get started. Also, Tara Platt and Yuri Lowenthal, um, who are voice actors that I've worked with, have a great book out. I forget the exact title, but it's I think it's like how to be a voice actor um, kind of book. And I hear that's a, a great book to, to nice. um, read as well. Very awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. Your, uh, your response actually answers also Brian Bell's question on Facebook. He asked what uh, what someone would do who's completely new to doing voices, what they would do to learn. Yeah. So. That sounds like taking acting classes, kind of observing what's already being done to kind of glean off of that. And then I imagine then make it your own later Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. I kind of want to go back to um, you were talking about um, your singing experience and and acting experience and and things like that on on stage um, as well. Who are some of your 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 influences when it comes to to music and 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 that type of stuff sure well last night actually um today we are recording on monday april 27th and last night was uh april 26th it was the stephen sondheim uh He's he's my favorite musical theater composer of all time. He it was his yeah. 90th birthday concert celebration virtually because we are oh in a pandemic right now. Nice. Um and it yep. was so incredible. I oh my gosh, I was just a mess. I was crying so hard. It was so beautiful and um he he mm. really has uh done so much for my love of music and um, and I have done many Sondheim shows, reviews, concerts of Sondheim. Um, so that has been a huge influence in my life ever since I was a kid. Um, going to see his musicals, um, singing with my dad at the piano. My dad's a pianist and composer, um, singing with my dad at the piano. Um, uh, my dad has been a huge influence on me. He's an incredible pianist, composer, um, synthesizer player. Uh, he's all, he was also a child actor, jazz, jazz prodigy when he was a kid. My mom is a singer, so she's been a huge influence on me. Um, and in theater, just, you know, all of the greats, Christine Baranski, um, Bernadette Peters, Mandy Patinkin, um, all of those incredible, you know, legends of theater. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I come from a musical background myself, though. I didn't go as much into 
like theater and and things like that but i went to school for um for music um so it's it's always interesting for me to hear um you know who who people's influences are um i did a lot of um you know singing in in vocal groups and choirs in high school and college and stuff like that so that's something something that definitely interests me uh just to see who influences you, who makes you tick in terms of your, uh, you know, musical and acting, you know, abilities and stuff. Um, also, um, I guess what type, uh, well, what kinds of pro- um, stage productions have you been in? Um, many. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, so I've, I've, I went to high school for um, for acting. I was in the theater program at the L.A. County High School for the Arts, which is um, a sister school to the Fame School in New York, LaGuardia. Um, yeah. And so I've been in many musicals, um, many plays, Shakespeare, uh, you know, musical like pop musicals like Footloose, Grease, um, m- more mm-hmm. Sondheim musicals like Merrily We Roll Along. Uh, into the woods. Um, I've been in West Side Story. Uh, I mean, I've probably been in at least fifty shows or more. So it would take a long time to list all of them. <laughs> oh wow! Which which one's your favorite? <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, I love. Had to pick one. Probably "Merrily We Roll Along." It's one of my favorite musicals of all time. I love it so much. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. So you were talking about that you watched uh, this concert. Um, last night and it was all online how has the how's this quarantine affected your work life so luckily i'm still able to do auditions from home um most of my auditions were from home anyway um callbacks were usually if it was for a cartoon or for a video game callbacks were usually in person but now you know everything is being done from home some of the stuff that i do has been postponed unfortunately um but totally for good reason um, yeah. I appreciate because you really have to be in the studio to do some of the recording that I do. But um, but I, I do um, I'm uh, the voice of the TNT network for their daytime sponsorships, their promo voice. And I do th- I've been doing that for the last three years and I do that every week from home anyway. So wow. I. Oh, OK. Nice. Yeah. So I've been used to doing that cool. for for a while. Um, so that is same old, same old. Um and then I've done a couple other things from home that normally I would do in an actual studio. And it's definitely been a challenge to try and engineer myself. And I have so much appreciation for all of the engineers and all of the studio managers and everyone that works at studios because it it takes a lot of work. It's, uh, you know, when you become a voice actor, you don't necessarily learn the best way to engineer yourself. And um, and it's it's a learning curve, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it okay. does with with Apex. Do you do they call you uh, every so often to come in and do additional voiceover work, or how they does do. that? Uh, yeah, for okay. for each for each new event or each new um, season, we do additional voiceover work. That's why you hear new lines every season. Okay, yeah, I was wondering if that was done ahead of time or if it's just done ad hoc as they come up with new events. Right, as they gotcha. come up with new events. Right, yeah, yeah. So I'll be doing my first apex uh home session pretty soon and i'm a little nervous but i'm excited <laughs> nice yeah well, we're excited the... to hear it <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. doubt and hopefully that macbook will uh play nice yes i'm, with, I'm uh, hoping it will <laughs> with your endeavors to do yes. that <laughs> yeah so 
just I wanted to continue on with this Apex talk with uh, talking about Watson. Uh, that there, Shelter, one of our joiners on the Discord, he wanted to know, when you were asked to voice Watson, did you think the game would be as big of a success as it has been? I had no idea. Um, I I joined the cast probably about six months after the first, you know, the initial eight um, original cast members, the original eight legends. Um, yeah. So uh-huh. it still had not, the, the game still had not come out yet when I joined. Um, it was a few months from coming out. So we really had no idea. And, you know, they didn't do any marketing before the game came out. No, so, they did not. Right. No, they so we, we really had no idea how how it was going to go. Um, you know, you do some things that you think are going to be a huge hit and you do other things that you think, oh, great, I did this and then moving on. Um, and I just had no idea. I mean, I, I thought it, it sounded cool um, going in. I loved recording with the folks at Respawn. But, you know, you just you never know. I was hoping it would it would do well. But, yeah, you just never know with these things. So I'm so happy that and so pleasantly surprised that the, the numbers are just insane. The You know, millions and millions and millions of, of people play this game every day. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely quite a few folks now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a, quite a few. In uh, in regards to you know, after you did all that recording and finally get to hearing the voice, and now of course you have experience with voiceover work, uh, but maybe in particular seeing uh, Watson portrayed on the game and that kind of stuff, seeing it all come to life. Uh, Victor Mendonca on Facebook wanted to know you guys, or no, he 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 gave a lead in for the question, and I don't need to read that. Uh, he wanted to know what it was like for you to first hear your voice on the final project in the game. It was so exciting. Um, I, the first time I heard my voice in the game was when I played it for the first time at the EA Play Con. Um, it was incredible. I, I was able to play test um, Watson before uh, before it was available to the general public. You could only play as Watson at EA Play the month before um, season two came out. Um, so it was nice. so exciting. I, I couldn't believe it. I did not do very well playing. I was but just going to ask follow-up <laughs> question. Did you win? I it was so bad. I One of one of the devs, uh, who's, who's a friend of mine, Jason Garza, he, he asked me, uh, you know, I was like flailing and falling into the water. And he was like, do you want me to just take over and you can just listen on the headphones and hear your voice? I said, yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'd, I would love that. So, um, so that was pretty great. Yeah, it was. It was very exciting. So then, yeah, follow up question with that. So I know, like, when for for people when their jobs, they're not necessarily into what they are working for. Um, and that's the same with like vo- voiceovers. And just being a voiceover doesn't necessarily mean you are a gamer. So, is gaming something you are into? You know, I I hadn't uh, been doing gaming before. Um, before doing voiceover work. I didn't know much about gaming. Um, I, I I didn't even think about video games when I started doing voiceover work. I thought mostly cartoons, commercials, um, even maybe promos, um, because I'm not really in that world. I had been in the stage world for so long. Um, yeah. and so it was such a, it was such a cool thing to learn. Um, I'm not very, I'm not a great gamer. I, I have fun when I do play Apex. Um, but I, I'm not the best at it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uh, our guy on Discord, Graham Popsicle Travis, he did want to know in regards to gaming, did you have a favorite game growing up when you were like much younger 
maybe, you know, in the six, seven, eight, nine years old area? You know, I loved board games when I was a kid. I was obsessed with okay. board games and nice. um, like sorry ready set spaghetti don't wake daddy all those all those oh my 90s oh, games don't wake oh daddy. that's, I a, love that's yeah. a good game to play in our house every day oh my gosh and i loved <laughs> pinball my my dad used to own a recording studio a music recording studio did some voiceover um but mostly music and in the lobby there was there were uh, i think three pinball machines jurassic park the original jurassic park pinball uh the original nice. adams family pinball and uh, oh, there were four. There were the the original 1960s Star Trek TV show pinball machine, and Whoa. the original Star Wars pinball machine. So good. Oh my! Yeah, my wow. favorite is the Adams Family. I'm probably the best at that one. I'm I'm pretty good at that one. I love it. <laughs> nice. And almost every year, my boyfriend and I go to this incredible pinball. Uh, convention in Banning, California, which is about a half an hour from Palm Springs, California. And there's this incredible museum called the Pinball Museum. And it is insane. There's probably about 500 different pinball machines ranging from the earliest like 1960s pinball machines up to futuristic pinball machines. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened with that. Uh, my phone just rang. Um, anyway, there are oh. uh, there are these <laughs> pinball machines going from the 1960s to futuristic pinball machines where these pinball machines haven't even come out yet. And they're like digital pinball machines. It's really interesting. And then the, there's this whole other section of um, of pinball, of uh, not pinball, sorry, of video games that are ranging from like the 70s to now. It's amazing. I wow. want to go to this. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. They're they're only open a couple times a year. Um, obviously, right now they're not open, but right. I think they're only open like two or three times a year. And then I think you can rent them out for private parties. But to the public, um, we we usually go uh, once a year in the spring. Um, but unfortunately, this year we didn't get to go. But yeah, it's it's a really incredible place. We you you can be there for a whole day and still not play everything. Jealous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, going back to uh, you know Apex, uh, do you do you interact with your fellow Apex voice actors? Like, are you we friends? We do. With them? We're we're friends, and we have a text chain going. We text each other all the time. I love them. They're so funny. It's one of the greatest group of actors. They're super supportive, super sweet. Um, Tell me, you guys I've do met- uh, laser tag. And you, oh my you gosh, like I do wish. each other. We you do like care. you <laughs> do your voices while you're playing laser tag and fight each other. <laughs> we have not done. Amazing. We have not done laser tag, but I did uh, set up a karaoke right before this whole thing happened. Yes. Like early February, um, when we could all be together, uh, I would say like more than half of us were able to hang out and and go to a private karaoke place. And uh, and sing our hearts out. It was so nice. much fun. That's we had awesome. such a great time. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like I wanted to do it also because um, season four was coming out that week, and um, we hadn't met the incredible Darren DePaul yet. I hadn't met him. Some of them, some of our cast members had, but um, but it was kind of like a welcome to Darren DePaul and uh, and happy season four. So some of the devs came um, and some of those devs could really sing and really rap. It was amazing. 
We had a great time. I gotta ask you, is Darren DePaul a nice guy? Oh my gosh, he is the nicest guy. So talented. It's unbelievable that he plays this character. Because I was gonna say, so not Revenant. So sweet. He's so, <laughs> you know, not typecasted for this for this role at all. Um, it's he he usually wears a, a blazer and a tie. He's he's su- such a gentleman and so sweet, and it's it's so funny that he's playing this role. But he does such a fantastic job. <laughs> I'm I'm glad he's nice because like anytime <laughs> I play him, he I'm like man, this guy is so rude. Yeah, and he doesn't sound like that in person at all. He's he's just a what? such a fabulous voice actor. Um, he he's able to really uh really change his voice. And Darren DePaul, he is he get he's done Reinhardt for yeah. Overwatch, and he also does Arden in Final Fantasy fifteen, which right. is another character who I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> which one was Arden? I Ar- forget. Arden was like the main villain in Final oh, Fantasy. Oh gosh! <laughs> God bless him. I'm these, glad he went to Revenant. Two, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. These two just actually played through the entirety of Final Fantasy fifteen. And, oh, wow. and did like a little special episode. Um, it was mostly negative, but <laughs> <laughs> we did our best to be positive. And I actually liked the the voice acting of Arden. It was just the way they made his story go. It's it's not yeah, not a reflection know, of him. A Revenant yeah. voice actor's fault. It's not a reflection of the voice actor. The voice acting was great. He actually reminded me of like a Final Fantasy Jack Sparrow. It was very good. Oh, cool! Wow. So, uh, you guys, we went a little bit into talking about uh, Revenant, and what's really interesting is, uh, you know, that Revenant and what's, I'm sorry, I'm not an Apex player, so I don't know all the names and lingo, and but what's the voice actor's name for, let's do first name basis. Darren? Darren. Yes, thank you. Uh, he doesn't fit the mold of Revenant, his character he plays, which is good because you wouldn't want him to do that <laughs> in real life. I hope that no but... one fits the, the, the role of <laughs> yeah, Revenant. That's true. That we would all, be we very all know there are people who fit. There are people who fit that in some way, in Let's some shape or another. Not. We try to stay away from those yeah. people. But for you, uh, how do you relate to your character, Watson? How did you get into the the character of Watson? Like, what kind of, uh, I don't know, what kind of character connecting did you have to do to kind of do that voice i'm interested to know the process in that if they're sure well first of all i i just love watson i think she's so well animated so well uh her art is is so great um her everything she does is so so cute um and uh i love her french accent i love that she's french um i uh i took french for about five years um two years in middle school and three years in high school. Um, and so that really helped me with this character um, and trying to remember all that French again. Um, and also the accent and dialect work that I've done in high school and college, that really helped as well. Um, so that was mm-hmm. that was very, very good that I was able to do that. Um, and I, I love that she is a scientist. I think it's so cool that they made a female scientist character. I love her puns. I laugh at my own jokes all the time. So we definitely <laughs> share that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, she's just a really positive person. Um, and and she she's just like very kind and charming. And I love that about her. So I definitely relate to her. Nice. You definitely yeah, see like... Some... Oh, go ahead. 
No, she's got some quips uh, in there where she knows she's making a joke. Like, uh, what is it? What's the one of them? Uh, I'm currently at yeah, the top. Yep. Get it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. That's probably so my funny. favorite one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yep. Yeah, you seem like you're you're very like you and Watson are both very like bubbly in terms of personality. So I don't <laughs> I don't think it was too much of a, a jump uh from from you from yourself to to her. I think they I think you fit her very well. <laughs> Thank you. You know, the the audition was not very long and it was it was from home and um, there was no callback. They just hired me uh, and cast me initially um, from my initial callback. So, um, you know, you just never know what what it's going to be like. And um, and Mm -hmm. I don't even think that the that the initial audition was super bubbly. Um, It was more scientific it was more analytical Mm -hmm. um so it was interesting how the character had evolved once we recorded yeah that is cool i like how it evolved yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, and i really like the fact that like i mean they build up the lore um with each individual character of course i love all the lore the writers do such a great job but the fact that your your character is like integral to the actual inner workings of the game itself right um that that's really cool like she invented the ring she's yeah. the reason everybody gets hurt <laughs> mm-hmm. <Isn't that> nice? <laughs> <laughs> so uh dps moira at bob razowski uh wanted to know do you think uh watson is autistic she always talks about electricity and the ring she has a quote electricity i get people i don't her banner, her alt, imply that she likes silence. Surely an unlikely theory, but do you have any thoughts on that, Justine? You know, I, I think that would have to be a question for Tom, um, one of our writers, or Manny, or Ashley, or uh, our other writers. All right, um, let's, let's yeah. give them a call. They are great at answering, <laughs> at answering questions on Twitter. Um, if you, Usually, I, I see them all the time answer lore questions on Twitter. So th- I think that's more of a question for them. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, there you go, at Bob Rosowski. Uh Hop on over to that Twitter and uh, <laughs> start tweeting some folks. Find it out. Um, S, S, oh, let's see if I can pronounce this. Esethquism. Wow. Okay. <laughs> at, at, uh, thank you. Uh, this this uh, person wanted to know on Twitter, and that you, you're going to have to help us with this because I'm not sure about it. Could you ask her, you being her, I think, uh, does she think Watson has a crush on him? I have no idea who him is uh, because some animation videos on YouTube suggest it. Thank you and love you, Justine Huxley. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I think what that person was probably referring to was Octane because there's some there's some cartoony stuff. A little bit of chemistry going on there? You know, I don't think there's any official um, love you know, do we need to talk to Tom again? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, Tom, I mean, <laughs> even Tom has said, um, I talked to I talked to Tom about this in my last recording session because there are so many ships online and there's all the incredible fan art uh, ships right. Watson with almost every character except for what uh, except for Caustic. Um, so you know, I don't think that there's an official ship uh, in the game, an official respawn ship, but I love that people gotcha. come up with these these great relationships for all the characters. I think it's awesome. I, yeah. I love seeing the fan art and keep going with it. Nice. 
the last inquiry into Watson's future comes from Static at Static Defender underscore Defender on Twitter. Uh, they ask, could you please ask her if she'd be willing to voice Watson in a TV series of Apex Legends? Also, tell her I love her. Oh, thank you. Um, I would absolutely <laughs> love, love that. Um, I think all of us in the cast would would love to do uh, an animated series of of Apex um, or a movie or you know anything anything Apex related. We I think we all really are so thankful for our jobs on this game. Um, it's it's such a great game and it's written so well. I I'm so excited and honored to be part of of something that has so much backstory. Like the Bloodhound mm-hmm. um the Bloodhound backstory lore video that just came out was incredible. Um all of the all of the lore videos have been so well done and um yeah, if if it were to be a a TV series something like that, uh, that would be so awesome. I know I know all of us would love that. Yeah, one of the my favorite parts about new seasons coming out are those lore videos. And yeah, the lore they're videos, so good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like normally they're just a couple minutes long, but this r- most recent Bloodhound one was eight or nine minutes long. And when I hit play, I'm like nine minutes. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> so I would yeah. love to see a a longer, uh, whether that be a short. Uh, series or short movie maybe 45 minutes to an hour i'm not i would love to see a two-hour movie but i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna hold your breath on that choosers, one you know, hey, you know <laughs> tweet tweet respawn tweet apex tell them you want it <laughs> i will right now all right no doubt do it get a movement going we would love that. I mean, the the nice thing about doing voiceover is that we can do it from home and no matter how long this trying and crazy time lasts, the great thing is that we're still able to act from home, which is really yeah, great. Yeah, that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. All right. So as we wrap things up, Mark, did you have uh, something else you'd like to ask or? Yeah, I guess just a couple more say? things. Number one, what? Yeah. Just to. Just a kind of summation. What do you think are the best and worst things about being in the voiceover industry? Well, one of the best things is the camaraderie. And I feel like voiceover actors are so nice. Um, I feel like they are really rooting for you. And so many of my Mm. friends, like some one of my friends sometimes says did you get this audition because if you didn't you've got to audition for this because you're so perfect for this I can only hear you in my head it's just so sweet um and or you know did you did you meet this casting director oh you should meet them let me introduce you you know stuff like that it everyone is is trying to help each other I feel like the the friends that I have at least Hmm. um yeah and it's just so much fun I love I love being a voice actor because there's not a certain way that you need to look i can play a seven-year-old i can play a 70-year-old i can play an animal i can play an alien i love that (laughs) and i don't have to get into any prosthetic makeup it's fantastic um yeah so i i love it so much i can i do you know recording sometimes in my pajamas and i also love that (laughs) that's incredible that That sounds like the life right there it's pretty great yeah it's and and then i i definitely miss one of the 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 negative things is that I, I definitely miss going into the studios. I miss seeing people. I miss being able to give people hugs. I miss, you know, 
not having to <laughs> engineer. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. I think I think that's pretty much it on my end. Cool. Patrick, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Ask? Uh, no, I'm all out Limerick. of questions. Limerick? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we just had one more thing, and this is a randomness quickfire from our very own Barnaby Butterteeth. Go for it. If only we had enough time to explain why he's called Barnaby Butterteeth, <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> don't want to get off the path. All right. So here we go. Uh, Justine, we just have a few questions for you. You can try to answer them as quick fiery as possible, but we all know here on the Good Morning Guys that we're not good at uh, making quick fires quick fires, so we're not <laughs> going to expect you to just you know blurt out one word or two words. You, uh, you just go where your heart leads you. Here we go. First random question. What is your dream project? Ooh, dream project. Um, I would love to someday be on Broadway. I would love to do an original musical, originate a, a, a role in a in a musical on Broadway. I would love that so much. Um, I, I can. Yeah. Nice. You can what? Oh, I was just going to say, I can see it now. Apex Legends, the musical. <laughs> Apex Legends, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, yes. you know, Manny, our, our head writer, he, he, he does write musicals. So we're, we're trying oh, really? to get him to write some music. Oh, man. Yeah. Nice. Mark, get these tweets ready. We'll We're start hoping. tweeting. We'll see what happens. Apex Legends, the get on that. Yeah, Sweet. Um, yeah, that would that would be a dream project. But voiceover wise, I would love to just do uh, more more cartoons. I love I love doing cartoons. So um, definitely more cartoons. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Patrick and I were talking about earlier uh, to, of course, waylay this whole quick fire. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about earlier how your uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. On- the Goldie and the Bear. What is Goldie and Bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. Goldie, Goldie and Bear. And bear. Yeah. I was like yeah. Brownie and the Bear. That's <laughs> not it. Goldie and the Bear. My kids watch it. I do not, unfortunately. But that's okay. I usually watch my kids' shows, but they definitely watch it. So I'm our so kids glad. all recognize your voice. Oh, you awesome. know, she that plays to cool. a certain demographic. So you definitely. Know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not above watching kids' cartoons. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, it's it's right. very witty. I'm I'm really proud to to have been a part of that one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the next one is strawberry or brown sugar pop tarts. Oh, I'm gluten free, so I can't do pop tarts, unfortunately. I respect All right, that. But if you if you had to pick one based on the name alone, oh, which one would strawberry it be? definitely. I love strawberries. Mm. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we're just gonna go with it again this is all in in theory not in reality hawaiian pizza yes or no no oh no man. not into it not into the pineapple on pizza i'm happy for anybody that that's into it but all right good ones you're happy yeah, for us like <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were one of the good ones <laughs> <laughs> all right uh justine what do you think of the movie wally oh my gosh this is so embarrassing, but I've never seen it. I've got to oh, see it. Man. No, you don't. No, don't, have, don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, you no, do. I've got to. I, I've got to. There's During history with that. Definitely. I need, to, I need to definitely watch it. You have to see it. It is a classic. Don't listen to I Pat. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever held a petty grudge? You don't have to give details. Sure. Hasn't everyone? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we have. How about I am this right one? Now. The worst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What is the? You want to share about that? You can nope, sure it don't. Chest. Going okay, back to the pop tarts. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go back to the pop tarts. Hawaiian pop tarts. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> worst pickup line you've ever heard. 
Oh my gosh. Um, worst pickup line I've ever heard. I recently got a DM on Instagram uh, oh, no. asking if I would ever consider um, having a sugar daddy. <laughs> what an age well, live would in. you uh, you know you ever in this time why not <laughs> i learned something sure. new today oh my gosh it's like do you really think that's what's gonna get me first of all i'm not single but second of all just oh my gosh people what who do you what? Why? <laughs> we live what in universe would that ever world. work? Right. Yes. Let's get married. Yes, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> oh All right. Gosh. Last hard-hitting random question. Would you ever eat Long John Silvers? This one's for Patrick. <laughs> um, I've never eaten Long John Silvers. Um, I don't even know where a Long John Silvers is in LA. There is. Um, that is a, a good answer. You have to know. <laughs> California sounds like a place I want to live in. <laughs> if, you, if you ever find one, run as far away from it as possible. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I live in Brazil, and we don't have Long John Silvers. It's paradise over here. Wow. We where in, where in Brazil pizza, do you though. live? I'm, I'm in Sao Paulo, wow. the heart of the coronavirus in Brazil. It's a wonderful place. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. That's a joke. The wonderful <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think that it... But it's not a... Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty serious in the city, but for the rest of the country, it's not wow. been too bad. All right, well, that wraps up the uh, the random questions, and that's all for this conversational glean from the life and work of Justine, our little California sunbeam, who lit up our <laughs> podcast today with her joyful voice. Thank you, thank you so much, Justine, for joining Thanks us. So much, um, thank you very you, much. You are joiners, maybe first-time joiners. If you would like to connect with us beyond listening, remember to check us out on Twitter at the GMG Podcast or Discord. Links on our Twitter profile or in the show notes where we are greeting one another every morning, afternoon, evening, or night, sharing dad jokes, talking about the latest TV shows, video games, etc. But if you're more old school like me, then you can email us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. Also, if you want to practice your radio voice, call us at what number, Patrick? Uh, that's 1-800-THE-GOOD-MORNING-GUYS. Close enough. Not really. Try it again. <laughs> 1-800-94-JENNY. No, that's not it <laughs> 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, and let your voice be heard. Speaking of being heard, Mark, what are the latest additions to the GMG Music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? Ah, uh, yes. So, of course, you can find the Good Morning Guys morning playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on the Apple Music end while I hold up the Spotify end. And so this week, um, Justine, uh, typically we like to circle our playlist editions around whatever topic we're talking about. Obviously, we are we are interviewing you. Um, and I was thinking about your character, Watson, and how she is largely centered around electricity yeah and so um i picked several songs uh that were themed on electricity or electric or or voltage woogie or woogie like woogie yeah. <laughs> well yeah that's showing my cards there um so <laughs> spoilers the first song is uh eddie grant's electric avenue which is not a super happy song but it's still it counts um you know, oh, we gotta rock down to Electric Avenue. Um, nice. Classic. Cool. 
And then Patrick actually submitted, uh, it's a Linkin Park tune called High Voltage. Nice. Patrick, Patrick, did you want to share some information about why you picked that? <laughs> Sing it. Don't share information. Sing it. Uh, it's high voltage. You can't shake the shack. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, back when I was in high school, I was part of a backyard wrestling association, and that was my name, High Voltage. Oh, wow. And I was the hardcore champion. Cool. That's awesome. I bet you were. <laughs> and that was my intro, intro song for my for my character. Nice. Um, the third edition is, uh, believe it or not, like it's called it's called Electric Boogie. It's by Marshall Griffiths. You may know it as the Electric Slide, but that's yeah. that's the dance. The actual name of the song is Electric Boogie. Boogie, nope, boogie, it's boogie. the electric slide. Yeah. Okay. If you want to, <laughs> it's what the wedding DJs told me, and they know all things. Well, they lied to you. Um, but yeah, so that is uh, that's the third edition. And of course, uh, before we did the show tonight, uh, I actually asked Justine, uh, as we do with other guests, uh, if she wanted to pick a particular song to add to the playlist. And uh, the song that she chose is the song Live Your Life from Nick Cordero, which um, I was doing a little bit of uh, research because I, I, that name sounded familiar yeah, to me. Yeah, can I say why um, I picked the song? Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, so, um, so Nick Cordero is a Broadway singer, actor, dancer. He's been on TV and film, um, and, and he's also a musician and, um, and singer, um, like singer of pop music as well. Um, and he is so incredibly talented and he has uh, a beautiful wife named Amanda Klutz and a beautiful son who's 10 months old. Elvis is his son's name because he's they're so obsessed with Elvis. Um, and unfortunately, nice. he uh, he ha- got really, really sick from the coronavirus and he is in the hospital right now um, in L.A. Uh, he is it's it's a really, really uh, heartbreaking story. He. Um, he went in, he's, he was a totally healthy 41 year old male, uh, went in with breathing problems and now he's in the hospital. He had to get his leg amputated because he was losing blood flow to his leg. Um, he's still in a medically induced coma. Um, his wife and son, uh, are playing his song every day called live your life at 3 PM. Um, 3 PM, uh, Pacific Standard Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time, um, hoping to wake him up. Mm-hmm. The hashtag is hashtag wake up Nick. And I'm thinking about them every day. I have uh, some friends that are friends with Nick that were in Broadway shows with him. Um, and so that's why I'm choosing that song today, because I am thinking the best thoughts and healing thoughts uh, for their family and hoping that he wakes up soon and that he gets much, much better. Yeah, we'll definitely be praying for their family yeah. for sure. That's a that's a great cause and a great choice yeah, for song. Yeah, they also have a GoFundMe. I'm sure that it's Googleable. Um, if you just type in uh, Nick Cordero GoFundMe page um, to help with medical expenses. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like that word too, Googleable. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Um, before we wrap things up, uh, Justine, we want to give you an opportunity. Please uh, share with how our joiners, how those listening can get connected with you, find out more about what you're doing, what you're up to, whether it's on Twitter or a, 
uh, a website or whatever, you know, sure. whatever plugs you want to give. We're all ears. Sure. Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Justine Huxley. It's my name. Um, just at Justine Huxley. And I'm also on Cameo um, at cameo.com slash Justine Huxley if you want a video message, a shout out, happy birthday, uh, happy graduation. Yeah. So there you go. Sweet. Cool. All right. Fantastic. All right. Well, joiners next week, we will be talking with another guest. And this time it's a joiner who should not need much of an introduction. So I'm not going to give him one yet. It's going to be a surprise. (laughs) Though if you listen to last week's episode, you already know who it is. (laughs) Spoiling past spoilers, Mark. They might not make that connection. All right, Uh, Mark, Pat, Justine, Huxley, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. Thank you. One, two, three, four.